one thing you may not know about me is that I don't really like to read. You're not illiterate, though. No, I'm fully literate. I just don't like to. I would rather listen to podcasts. And if you, you know, kind of take the best of both worlds, you get Audible. I love Audible. Yeah, I've got a couple different books on there right now that I'm listening to. Uh, Nitro, The Rise and Fall of WCW. I've been listening to that. That's a good one. And I've been listening to If Chins Could Kill by Bruce Campbell, also narrated <laughs> by Bruce Campbell. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I've also been listening to The Shining and Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, both the great Stephen King books. I read both of those. See, I'm listening to them. I don't have to read them. That's why I love Audible. If you are like me and you want to hear these great n- novels without having to read them, head to audibletrial.com slash cultasplat. That's audibletrial.com slash cultasplat and get a 30-day free trial on us. Joined once again by my co-host Kevin Nesgoda. Yo, how are things with you, sir? I'm having a day. Oh, you? <laughs> well, I started off the day trying to get some coffee. Was making coffee, and you, you see my coffee setup. I have the espresso, yeah. and it goes into the little silver catcher thing, whatever that's called, right? But I had to empty some pods first, and. I go to make my, you know, my first double shot and I didn't put the catcher back. So it goes right into the stand. So good thing the stand is all, you know, you know, has holes meant to catch, you know, coffee. So I rinse it out. I'm like, you know, Kevin, don't do that again. I did it again. It took me three <laughs> times to get coffee this morning. That That's just how things have gone today. And then you opened a beer and it exploded all over you. And then, like, some space debris came through my house, and there was this guy in a hockey mask, like, veering over the fence with a chainsaw, and I'm just like, dude, I don't have time for your shit right now, just go. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, it's still fun when you're not into it. So he left. Well, that is a day. That is a day. Uh, I have not had anything even remotely resembling that, so I guess I'm doing okay good i was gonna say please have something better happening on up in seattle i like the beanie you're rocking too thank you you got the set the uh the kraken all-star gimmick they were giving these away oh nice yeah so uh it is still broken lizard month and uh if i'm if my my counting is correct this is week three i think it is week three which means that the entire Broken Lizard team are now Cult of Splat All-Stars. Oh, shit. Cue the music. So, yeah, welcome to the team. Uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, Paul Soder. Uh, I don't have the whole list in front of me. Kevin Heffernan. Kevin Heffernan, of course. And Eric Stilhans. That's the, that's the team. That's the crew. And also, shouldn't Nat Faxon technically be an all-star too? So, uh, this will be Nat Faxon's third appearance on the show, although officially it is his first. 
he has like three lines in this movie and it's the only one on his Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Beer Fest is not on his Rotten Tomatoes uh, page and neither is uh, Orange County, the other movie we, we did with him in it, which that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a little bit part, but Beer Fest, he's like the main villain. Yeah, he's like part of the villain ensemble and yet it's not on his Rotten Tomato page and yet this one is. Hey, Rotten Tomatoes, fix your shit. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah, pull your finger out of your ass. What, do you run by Twitter developers? <laughs> I mean, they might be now. They're not working yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, according to, like, things happening tonight, like, you know, uh, I think there's uh, Elon and, like, four other people who work at Twitter right now. It seems that way, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. You can still follow us on Twitter for now, but for I now. don't know where what's going to happen. We may have to start a TikTok. I don't know. There's so, so like, what the hell is all? There's like Mastodon, which I thought was a metal band, not a social media it platform. Is. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just making a joke, a terrible one. And what else is out there? I've heard Tribal. Tribal's okay, but it seems very disjointed. Tribal um, seems like it's it's just parlor for liberals, and that doesn't seem healthy either. No, it doesn't. It's, yeah. And then Jack's supposedly making a new one. The dude from, um, well, not, I almost said Stack Social, but that's not right. You brought it up uh, the, yesterday in Slack. The the dude who made Bot Sentinel. Yeah, Bot Sentinel. That's what I was thinking of. He has something. Yeah, he apparently. was talking about he was talking about working on something that was basically just like Bot Sentinel expanded into a social network. All right, that's cool. He's smart. Yeah, I mean, go figure it, it out. It could be. Yeah. But uh, I mean. I will say Grave Plot's gotten quite a bit of engagement on its TikTok already. Oh, really? So, I don't know. We don't have a lot of followers yet. Hey, go follow Grave Plot Podcast on TikTok. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I think engagement-wise, it's... I don't know. It, it seems higher than others. Well, shit. I have I it on know. my phone, but I've been avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you on there. I actually followed you from the account, but... Oh, I don't get notifications, so... <laughs> yeah, I turned them off, too. Yeah, I, I, okay. I'm i not ignoring you or anybody else who happened to follow me on TikTok just randomly. But we are not here to talk about TikTok or Twitter or any other social networks. We are here to talk about Club Dread. My favorite club. Uh, okay, so let's get this out of the way. Uh, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. We both thought that Beer Fest was their second movie. Yeah, because I saw Beer Fest like two years before I saw Club Dread. Like, I swore up and down. I I don't know, but Beer Fest was 2006. Club Dread was 2004. So and I we are going the, out of order. Yeah. But uh, yeah, today we're talking about Club Dread from 2004. Critics score 29%. Yeesh. Which that's lower than the other two we've done, right? Yeah. Pulled up in front of you. Oh, no, I don't. I'm so behind. But yeah, I believe it is. Uh, audience score 44%, which hurts. That that hurts me. Yeah, that's way too low. Yeah, this is, is the lowest one on? that we're doing. Oof. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It isn't. Uh, the critics' consensus is, is real deep. It says... Oh, God. Comedy is too hit or miss in this slasher spoof. Well, that's it. That's hit your, or miss. Your review is a miss, guy. Yeah, like 
I don't know. Just why? Why is it hit or miss? Yeah. Please provide constructive feedback. Provide three samples of hits and three samples of misses. Yes. And contrast them. I want contrasting. Yes. I need an essay. Yes. 492 words on the dot. Uh, of course, directed by Jay Chandrasekhar, written by the entire Broken Lizard crew. IMDb synopsis. When a serial killer interrupts the fun at the swanky Coconut Pete's Coconut Beach Resort. Nope, not the name. Nope. Uh, a hedonistic island paradise for swingers. Okay. Uh, nope. It's up to the club staff to stop the violence or at least hide it. So here's the thing. That's not a bad synopsis. They got the plot points right, but they got all the details wrong. Right. They got the name of the resort wrong, and it's not necessarily... I mean, it's more... It's just like a fuck island, not necessarily for swingers exclusively. Right. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, Whatever that one in Jamaica is, that oh, hedonism or whatever that's called. Hedonism too, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You and Lynn gonna go? No. You and Joanna and I aren't either. You know, I don't know I, why. Like, pineapples have become the symbol of swingers. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. But I heard like if you put like some sort of star on your door, that's also like a swinger thing. I don't know where I heard that. Uh, I've I've just heard if you hang a pineapple on your door, it's it's supposed to show that you're down to swing. Some people say it has to be upside down. Some people say it doesn't. I don't know. To me, like, does that mean the captain was a swinger? Yes, because the captain always had a pineapple on his door. He always did, didn't he? But like, I have like pineapple socks, and I have like a pineapple print Hawaiian shirt and stuff. And now I feel like every time I wear them. If somebody's like, oh, hey, is that a pineapple? I have to be like, yes, it is. And no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> pineapple in Portuguese is actually my favorite Portuguese word. Abacaxi. It's just fun to say. Okay. <laughs> the more it's you like know. How, uh, it's like how gays took over the whole rainbow, you know? Right. I can't wear rainbows now. Well, you can. You know, I still wear my netted, you know, shirt out and about. <laughs> no one needs to well, see that's that. Just, that's just fashion. That's true. Okay, so it's a tropical island. Why don't we dive in? Ooh, I like that. So we are head to Pleasure Island, not uh, Coconut Beach. What the fuck? Pleasure Seriously. Island uh, in Costa Rica. We it's this real nice aerial shot of the island, like coming through the clouds and stuff. But we hear this woman screaming. And as the camera pans in, we see this girl from USA High. Did you ever watch that show? No. It was basically a Saved by the Bell knockoff. Nice. But this girl was on it. And uh, her and this super douchey guy named Rolo are like running through the woods and uh, you know just kind of playing and flirting and stuff and he pulls out this bag of weed and he's like you know I'm gonna light this up it's it's pure Costa Rica Frica that's a terrible name for weed (laughs) one of my favorite scenes in Pineapple Express is when Gary Cole is naming all the different strands 
Oh my god, that was amazing. I haven't seen that. He's just like, oh, this one is a uh, purple trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Cole's underrated. Oh, I love Gary Cole, man. Not Gary Coleman. I was I like, no hold on. With, I have no, I have no problem with Gary Coleman, but I love Gary Cole. So, are you saying you hate African Americans and short people? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> is Gary Coleman dead? Didn't he pass? I don't know, actually. But Rolo says to this girl, he says, uh, "Hey, will I torch this baby? How about you lick my chest?" What the fuck? He, like pulls up his, his little polo shirt, and she does. She starts like licking his chest. Until she realizes that someone's watching them. Ooh. And so she stops and he's like, hey, what about my nipples? <laughs> and she's like, I think someone's watching us. And he goes, oh, my kind of guy. <laughs> you know what makes my nipples hard? <laughs> Being watched. Being watched. Not really. Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you If you haven't come to learn already from the beginning of this episode kevin and i are very boring sexually we're not yeah. swingers we don't want to be watched missionary 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 <laughs> missionary wednesdays that's right only once a quarter though but so rollo says i uh, you know i know a place that's, that's much more private uh, and much more romantic so they go to the cemetery oh hey I didn't realize and, they were like goth girls from 1994. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the USA High girl is just like, you know, isn't this like sacred ground or whatever? And he's like, oh, what do they care? They're dead. And he like kicks over this gravestone that said Ricardo Gutierrez. Yeah. And he says, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Got any objections, Ricky? Ooh. And then he goes, I think you should give it to her, senor. <laughs> Racism. <laughs> I, I love saying that, though. <laughs> it's hilarious. But then she notices that the guy's, you know, still out there. She's like, oh, there's that guy again. And so Rolo says, this guy's going to be picking his teeth out of my dump. I was like, wait a second. Are you going to eat his face? Is that what I'm hearing? Eat his teeth? Yeah. Like that one monster from Channel Zero? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he like goes into the into the woods and he pulls back a bush or whatever and he realizes it's just a statue. A statue? Like, oh. He's like, this guy doesn't even have teeth. <laughs> and he takes a branch or something and like knocks the head off and this monkey jumps out. How'd the monkey get in there? I think maybe it was behind it. Okay. Yeah, Rolo's just like, goddamn monkeys. God, now I want a Rolo. <laughs> I haven't had a Rolo in a while. Rolos are good. Yeah. Do you like caramel? I like caramel. You say I caramel? I say douchey. I say douchey. It's not caramel. There's an A between the R and the M. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's not a silent A, Taylor. God. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> But all of a sudden, jump scare, this blonde girl pops out, and she's holding these three margaritas. Hey, now. And uh, the USA High girl, uh, this is actually the second time she does this. She goes, ow! She's ready to party. <laughs> it's so annoying, though. Like, it's such a terrible noise. Right? Like, if really I was is. Rolo, if I was Rolo, I'd be like, you you leave. You go yeah. away. 
I was into it for like my first threesome, but you know what? It's just going to be yeah, me and the blonde girl now. There's there's too much ow going yeah. on. If you do that during I, sex, you're out. I can't I can't listen to that. Yeah. Ow. Nope. Time out. Done. <laughs> but so this blonde girl's like, all right, well, where are we going to do this? And USA High Girl says, well, let's at least go in that old mausoleum. <laughs> Not scared of ghosts in any way. No. Know. No, they're just like, let's do this. Yeah, so they go into the mausoleum and there's a machete on the wall. Oh, hey. Which Rolo grabs and is just like, <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm Leatherface. I'm going to chop off your face and turn your body into chili. What? I don't know. But the door, like, swings shut. Blonde girl opens it up and it's like, oh, it's probably just the wind. But it's like yeah. a big, heavy stone door. Yeah, wind doesn't blow stone like that. No. Uh, but they they find this little... Uh, it's not a statue, because it's like a little little guy. A statuette? A figurine? It's it's it, it's like the thing that Indiana Jones had to get and he used the sandbag, you know? An oh, idol. An idol, yes, that's it. But it's like round. I don't I, maybe it's a monkey or something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's kind of round, but it has this big giant dick. Now it has a huge huge penis. <laughs> yeah, and USA High Girl is just like, "Oh, it looks like we don't need you anymore." I'd be like, and good, because if you say one more time, you're going to have to check it, take <laughs> off, and use that. <laughs> At least you didn't grab it and go, ow! <laughs> I would have been done with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, USA High Girl pop, pulls her, t- her top off. Uh, one girl, oh, she waits a second, to, but she opens her top eventually, too. Yeah, she's like, hey, yow! No, <laughs> But Rolo says, uh, heads or tails? And USA High Girl is just like, mmm, heads. And then, like, drops down to her knees and starts giving him heads. And uh, the blonde girl is like, mmm, what's tails? And Rolo's like, you don't want to know. It was 2004. People didn't eat ass yet. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's what he wanted, I guess. Yeah. No. It would probably just tickle. But instead she starts like licking his ear uh, until she hears something. And Rolo's just like, what's the matter? Too waxy? I have that. I I have that fear. (laughs) Of someone licking your ear and it being too waxy? Yeah. My ears produce a lot of wax. (laughs) It's pretty gross in there. I do like twice a day. Uh, but no, she says, you know, I, I heard something. And he goes, oh, was it a strange sucking sound? Yeah, there's like that. It's a, it's a terrible sucking sound if you're really listening to the background noise. Yeah, the, I went, I'm wondering what the Foley artist did. Yeah, I'm curious. But he, <laughs> Rolo is just like, hey, what do you say to smacking me in the face a couple times? Not hard. Well, kind of hard. hard. <laughs> And suddenly she sees this, like, masked figure wearing, like, a poncho, and it's, it's like, a, I don't know, like a tiki mask kind of looking thing. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It kind of, like, comes out of the shadows. And so she starts, like, you know, backing up and freaking out, and Rolo's just like, 
What? It's not like I'm asking you to eat my crap. <laughs> oh, Rolo, you deserve to die. <laughs> but this this masked killer grabs the machete and just slashes down right across his shoulder, like down to his chest. Oh, yeah. Splats blood down onto USA High Girl. She freaks out. Blonde Girl freaks out, obviously. They turn around and just book it into the woods. They're never going to want to have a threesome in a mausoleum again. I guess not. (laughs) But so they're running through the woods, and what do they do? They split up. Blonde Girl takes off one way, and she winds up at this cliff. And she, like, turns around to grab something because she kind of, like, you know, leans over the cliff because she has to stop herself real quick. And she leans back and she grabs some, the nearest thing she can find, but it's the machete. Ooh. And this scene is so good, like, so old school horror where she just slides her hands down the machete. And more blood you know, it's comes just up. Slicing her fingers open. Yeah, and blood starts trickling down the machete. And then she falls off the cliff. Dun, dun, dun. The other girl, USA High girl, she's running and she gets to the pool at the resort. But before she can call out to anybody or before anybody sees her, killer comes up behind her, decapitates her. This was such a cool shot. I love this what it is. so it's well like, done. It's a, like a POV of her as her head comes off and like rolls. Right. It's very old school slasher. Very. As is the title card, which like comes up slowly. It's kind of, you know, gets bigger and it's like a, you know, blood dripping font kind of thing. It's, it's yeah. so like old school, small budget slasher. Oh, I love is, it. Ah, Some straight out of guess. the mid eighties. Well done, Jim. Yeah. Well done. Fantastic. So we cut to one hour earlier. Uh, we see the Princesa Yalapa boat arriving, which I was like, that's gotta be a joke, right? Like that's gotta has to be mean something in some language i looked it up nope it's a real boat oh hey it's like a tour ship in costa rica oh wow but we're introduced to our staff uh, as the people are, are arriving to pleasure island for the first time uh we see jenny who is in charge of aerobics played by Brittany daniels uh, max of girlfriend of of <laughs> yeah carmen carmen um <laughs> I was expecting a phone call. <laughs> I was going to say of Sweet Valley High fame, but yeah. No, you, you know, that works too. And she was, uh, um, what was her name in Joe Dirt? I always forget. Oh God, I don't remember. I've only seen Joe yeah. Dirt once, maybe twice. Yeah. That, that's more than enough. Yeah. Uh, we see Juan, who is in charge of water sports, played Juan. by Steve Lemmy. Which, as we talked about last episode, he's got the most varied characters. Yeah, they're all over the place. Like last week during Beer Fest, we talked about he played this, you know, short little Jewish guy. Yeah. And in this one, he's a Costa Rican uh, cliff diver. Yeah. What will he be next week? Stay tuned. Uh, I mean, I already know the answer, but... <laughs> well, I'm asking our audience. Uh, we then see Putman. Who is in charge of tennis? Uh, this is Jay Chandrasekhar's character. He is British, but with big, giant dreadlocks. Yeah, and a terrible British accent. <laughs> He's not great. No. Uh, Dave, who is um, Paul Soder. 
Paul Soder. Thank you. I, I, my mind was just like Foster, Foster, Foster. I'm like, <laughs> I know that's not his real name. You could have said it and uh, people would have known. Yeah. Uh, he is DJ slash drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted that to be my job title one day. That'd be cool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then Sam, who is the fun police, who is Eric Stolhansk. Rabbit. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's got, uh, not sparklers, flares. Flares. <laughs> and he's like, you know, come with me if, if you, like, you must have fun. If you do not have fun, then fun will be provided for you. Oh, hey. And he sees Rolo. And he's like, hey, Rolo, you got that grass I asked you about? And Rolo, like, you know, empties his pockets. He's like, ah, all out, man. Sorry. Damn. And it's funny because, like, it kind of does this, like, slow motion on uh, Sam's face. And it's like, like this ominous music. I will fucking kill you. And, like, this movie is so full of red herrings. I love it. Oh, it is. Uh, We're then introduced to you. Oh, hey. Not Kevin. Oh. Uh, You. Why you? Oh. I don't know exactly what her title or job is at the, she, at the resort. but She's there to party. Oh, she was a waitress. But she seems like she's managerial of some kind. Right. Maybe head of waitstaff or something. I don't know. Something like that, yeah. Um, she was, uh, she was on How I Met Your Mother. Yep. One episode. And like, I just kept hearing glass shattering in my head. <laughs> She's also married to world-renowned Michelin star chef Curtis Stone in real life. Oh, is she? Yeah. Well, good for her. They probably have very good dinners. Yeah, I if I didn't know who Curtis Stone is, I honestly wouldn't know who Lindsay Price is. <laughs> it's funny because every time I see her, I'm just like, oh, it's you. You. Which confuses Me? the hell out of my girlfriend every time. <laughs> She's like, wait, what? She's like, how is that me? That is obviously a half Asian American woman. <laughs> but we see the blonde girl from earlier. Remember, this is one hour earlier. We see her grabbing the margaritas. She goes up to Dave and says, you know, hey, Dave, I was I was hoping you could give me a little something extra. Oh. And Dave is just like, oh, I know exactly what you need. Uh, and if anyone else is looking to share the experience, I'll be around this evening and we'll be expecting them. And this this hmm. guy next to him, Carlos, is just like, yeah, I get it. It's ecstasy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Dave's like, you know, oh, hey, but at, at least give me one of those margaritas. And she's like, oh, they're so spoken for. And again, it does like the slow motion on his face <laughs> and the ominous noise. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we see Putman flirting with the USA High girl when Rolo comes up and he's like, Roman, you are such a fuck cake or an F cake. Does he call him, does he call him a f- no, I think he says, I think he actually says F cake. Yeah, I think he says F cake. And then he like, you know, he grabs the girl and pulls her away and she's like, that was mean. And he goes, what? You were just telling me how much of a nut cup that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these insults? Nut cup, F cake. <laughs> Uh, but finally, we are introduced to the one and only Coconut Pete, Ooh, hey. played by the one and only late, great Bill Paxton. I 
love Bill Paxton. One love. He introduces everybody, says, you know, welcome to Pleasure Island. Of course, this is based on a song that I did. I took the, took the song and I turned it into this beautiful reality. This is behind me is the staff. They're here to take care of you in more ways than one. Uh, hey. Uh, he says, your cell phones won't work here. There's no fax machines. And most of all, no strings attached. Ooh. And we see the, uh, the, the boat leaving, essentially stranding them on the island. That would make me worried. But, I mean, we find out later there are other boats, so it's not That's true. really... But they're, they're not, not really, really stranded, seaworthy. I wouldn't think so. Um, I mean, we do find out that you can't paddle a boat off, but the, but these are power uh, mo- motor Motored. boats. That's what they're yeah. called. Power. I was going to say power boats. It's not a thing. Jet boats. Jet boat! Sorry, Chet. <laughs> So uh, we then are introduced to Penelope, who's just kind of who's just kind of wandering around the woods. She's looking at a map, trying to figure things out. Uh, she sees all these monkeys like running around, and she hears something behind her, and quickly like turns around, and there's a big giant gorilla, and she punches it in the head. <laughs> Smart move. Always go for a gorilla's face. They're not sharks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but she knocks this thing's head off. Turns out it's just a gorilla costume oh. held by Jenny. Uh, apparently it's Wilkie the Welcome Gorilla. That is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but Jenny says, you know, that she took him away from these two guys who were trying to hump him. Sounds about right. And, uh, let's see. She... Jenny's going around and gathering up. Um, no, sorry. That's later. At the pool, we see Nat Vaxen. Hey, Nat Vaxen. Uh, as well as Officer Smy from Super Troopers. I don't know the actor's name, but. Yeah, me either. They're hanging out at the pool and they're like trying to flirt with these girls, but it, they're just doing it very badly. Terribly. Um, Like. Uh, Nat Fax and his character's name is Manny. He's just like, hey, want to get nailed? <laughs> and then the other guy says, we're just hot dudes looking for some gander juice. And what I'm like, what does that mean? I remember looking it up and I did not find anything worthwhile on Google, on the Google. <laughs> and then, then Nat Fax is just like, oh man, look over there. Green bikini, hair pie. <laughs> What the hell? What, what is happening? Did they just say, then, hey, Netflix, and just start uh, going to town on some words? I hope so. Words? Yeah, probably. I hope they said, just riff. Yeah, just and go. The other, guy, like, the other guy calls himself Jackie O'Tripod. <laughs> which I get that one. Yeah, that one's easy. You know, Jackie Anassis and, you know, with a big dick. Yeah. But then Netflix is like, do you want to get drilled by Manny? <laughs> but then they see Jenny coming and uh um Matt Faxon says um that's hey that's that's the chick from AM Pump Up with Amy Aerobics. And the other guy's like, "Oh yeah, she's the one on the way back." And he goes, "No, not anymore. 
First, the girl by the palm tree died, so she got promoted to palm tree girl. Then Amy Aerobics died, and she's the new Amy Aerobics. Ooh. And the guy's like, wait, she died? How about she die? <laughs> Matt Paxton's like, she didn't die of a fat ass, I'll tell you that, bro. <laughs> it was and just an like, aneurysm like, mid-backstroke. <laughs> um, they like, uh, I, they kind of just bump stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. A little wood to wood, if you will. A little downstairs? Yeah. That's what you do with beer bottles, not penises. If you're bros. And uh, you know what? I won't shame the bro job. If you're into bro jobs, go for it, guys. It, like, it's almost like they both went in for a hug, but then kind of like stopped, but their crotches still touched. Yeah, they're like, nah, hug. You know, that's just too much. And then NFX is just like, don't be gay, man. Yeah. <laughs> no homo. That's the thing. I like throughout the movie. There's a couple times when they kind of suggest that these guys are just just need to hook up with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like what they did like with a lot of TV shows and other movies back in the '80s and '90s. It's like, you know, they're trying so hard not to be gay by just being like over the top, like you know, um, sex sexual predators, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, like the Todd, the Todd. Yeah, exactly. But so, uh, how's your penis? We see Lars. Who we we saw Lars getting out. What'd you say? I said, "How's your penis?" <laughs> hey, JD, how's your penis? Oh, he says that to everybody. Yeah, how's your penis? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> but so we see Lars, who we actually saw earlier getting off the the boat, and he was trying to introduce himself to people, but um. You know, everybody was just kind of in work mode. But Lars is the new masseuse Ooh. at Pleasure Island. And uh, he like, Jenny is just like, oh, well, you know, um, I think Inga was the previous girl. Yeah, it was like a 6'4 like, Swede or something like that. She's like, Inga was pretty good. So let's see what you got. And he he just like puts his hands on her and use shoulders. And they're both just like, ha, 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 ha. I, I don't know what he did, but apparently he was good at it. He has orgasmorators in his fingers. But Dave shows up, and he's just... I, I love the delivery of the, like these two lines, this banter. But he's like, this guy's the new masseuse? We we swapped out a six-foot Swedish broad for this guy? And Lars goes, I'm 6'1". <laughs> I love goes, that. Cool! Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's taller, so, so that- he must be better. Right, yeah, that's how it works, right? So that night, there's a dance party going on. There's an ice luge, which is something I've always wanted to do. Never done it. Oh, we've made something in college. They were pretty cool. I, I didn't go to college, so I'm not cool. You should have went to college just to drink. Maybe I'll do that for my 40th birthday. There you go. We'll take you to uh, Stanford into a random party no, for your 40th. No, I'm not going to a random college party. I'm just going to oh. help somebody make one. Oh, okay. I was like, um, we can get you into college. It won't be that hard. <laughs> be like Beer Fest. Exactly. Well, you know, we're the party brigade. Yeah, exactly. But Dave is, you know, he's DJing. And he's just like, what's up, all you foxes and coxes? Ooh. <laughs> Which is Set a line that I, I love. 
Uh, Lars is working the ice luge. He's wearing this tranquility blouse, which is a coconut peat thing, apparently. Uh, coconut peat, you know, comes up to him. He says, oh, is that a tranquility blouse? He says, yeah, it's uh, it's the same one that you wore on your album, uh, Pink Crustaceans and Good Vibrations. Which, if you haven't realized by now, Coconut Pete is a, like, Jimmy Buffett knockoff. And more sexually forward than Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Um, more more of a party guy. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett is more just like, hey, man, let's all just kind of hang out and drink margaritas. And Pete's like, let's do drugs and, and fuck. fuck. But still, chill. Chill. Well, chilly fuck. No. I don't no. like that. No, that just sounds weird. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I didn't like it. <laughs> but Lars says, you know, you, I, I read an interview with you from, from 1977 where you said that the healing blue really kept you focused during the, the tough times. And Pete's like, yeah, that sounds like something I'd say in 77. <laughs> Bill Pullman was so perfect for this spot. Paxton. Paxton. Sorry. I knew I was going to do that. Leading up to this, like, don't say Bill Pullman, don't say Bill Pullman, don't say Bill Pullman, <laughs> and I did it. It's like, you know, ordering a y- gyro. <laughs> How? Like, you know, you go to, like, like, you go into, like, a a Greek place, and you're like, I'd like a gyro, please. And you're like, don't say gyro, don't say gyro, don't say gyro. <laughs> I'll have the gyro. What gyro? God damn it. And they're like, all right, American, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> They say whatever the Greek word meaning gringo is. Yeah, I think it's Malacca. <laughs> uh, she's into Malacca's, Dino. That's right. <laughs> but Lars is supposed to wear the pleasure sweater on luge duty. Ooh. Which is not anything sexy. It's just a sweater. Yeah, it's like, what, blue and red? Yeah, and he's like, it was all wadded up in a corner, and it's all sticky, plus it's pretty hot in here, and... Pete's just like, just put it on. Just put it on. And he's he's flanked by Hank, his security guy, played by MC Ganey. Yes! Yes! Fucking love MC Ganey. Uh, meanwhile, Sam is wandering around the party, shooting people in the face with a squirt gun full of tequila. That's gotta burn, Bob. Like, he squirts this guy in the face, and the guy, like, doesn't know what it is. He just, like, you know, hits him in the face, like, oh my god, that's tequila. It burns the eyes. The goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> uh, Pupman is hitting on Jenny he's telling her about you know the time he met Andre Agassi and he taught him how to play cocks and quarters he didn't know how to play cocks and quarters can you believe it no I can't believe it uh, What? I don't know what that is neither do I <laughs> okay but he, suddenly this guy comes up behind him and it's Sam Levine oh hey Sam Levine fame. and he's just like uh, hey man uh no woman, no cry, right? <laughs> Nobody, no crime. And Putman is just like, you know, I I was doing quite well until you interfered. And he's like, yeah, I heard you talking about something called cocks and quarters. You know, we have that in the States, too, but we call it hide the sausage. Oh. Which I don't think that's the same game. No. Uh, but he, he, he's like, Sam, hit me. Sam, like, squirts him in the face with a tequila, <laughs> and then he just goes, legalize it! <laughs> 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 uh, meanwhile Sam finds Penelope and he says you know hey are you dancing alone because that's that's not allowed and he like ties her to Juan oh hey um, which is creepy 
A little bit. And he he pronounces them Mr. and Mrs. Funzy. Oh. One, like, he, like, grabs her tit to look at her um, name tag. <laughs> Smooth. And he's like, he's like, hmm, Penelope. Penelope. Okay, Beatrice. Seriously, for, like, the last year, I was trying to figure out who was always, like, in a movie, Penelope, Penelope, and I could not figure it out. I'm so really? glad. Yeah. It was, it was like, Schubert in the uh, note A, like, on the level of driving me crazy. I was almost there. <laughs> please go play with Lynn. I know, you're adorable. And a graduate. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, oh, uh, Penelope tells him that she is there on spring break. Uh, she goes to Oral Roberts. And <laughs> one is like, Oral Roberts, is that like an Anal Johnson? <laughs> or am I thinking of a Dirty Sanchez? Jez. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. That's it. She's like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, eh, it's not for you. <laughs> Do you think Angel Johnson is related to the silo? <laughs> I think it's something that the silo does. Oh. Uh, let's see. So she looks over and there's there's like a jacuzzi outside, but there's a window. Nice. Looking inside. Oh, not so nice. Kind of creepy. Well, yeah, especially since there's people fucking in it. Yeah. No one needs to see and, that. Uh, Penelope sees it and like gasps and one is just like, ah, a magical place. <laughs> so we see Carlos uh, going out for a smoke and he, he realizes that a bunch of monkeys have knocked over the trash cans. So he goes and he's starting to clean everything up and we get this like first person perspective, very Halloween. Very. First person perspective of, and you just see like the blade of a knife coming towards him. And he turns around, he's like, you? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Why you? you? You. Yeah. And she's like, Carlos, these knives are filthy. When are you going to clean them? <laughs> and he says, manana. And I'm like, no, no. Ahora. Ahora. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't need to be using dirty knives. Like, <laughs> No. Post taste. Uh, but then Carlos does actually get killed. Poor Carlos. Carlos is our, our first real victim. Right? What about the other three? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already forgot about them. <laughs> what about Rolo? Don't forget about Rolo. <laughs> Fuck Rolo. Rolo's a douchebag. That's true. We need less <laughs> Rolos in this world. But so out on the beach, uh, Lars and uh, Coconut Pete... I almost said Pistol Pete. Coconut Pete are... Playing guitars and they're singing the song. It goes ponytails, cocktails, ponytails, cocktails. Two things that will always rock. <laughs> but a word to all you males: don't ever lose those tails, because then you'll just have pony cock. <laughs> uh, but then this this drunk girl is like, "Play Margaritaville." Ooh. And this just sets Pete off. He's just like, um, I think you're referring to my song, Pina Colada Berg. <laughs> and she's like, no, play Margaritaville. I love that song. And he's like, no, 
I think you mean Pina Colada Berg, a little song I wrote seven and a half fucking years before Margaritaville was even on the map. But you wouldn't know that because you weren't even born yet. (laughs) Epi said that I wanted him to go Jeff Jarrett on that girl. (laughs) Just smash the guitar over her head. There you go, slap nuts. (laughs) Slap nuts. But Hank, like, grabs him and drags him away, and he's, like, mumbling as he goes away. He's like, fuck that guy, son of a son of a bitch. (laughs) Which is obviously, you know, son of a son of a sailor. (laughs) Right, yeah, if you're not familiar with Jimmy Buffett's work. Did you know Jimmy Buffett had or has his own theme park? Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, had I think I think I think yeah, it's still think around, clearly. but he is not involved anymore. No, I, mean, I think it's like in the keys, right? Yeah, it's basically like a small because of course carnival. it is. Yeah, I think it's like a water park. Oh, is it? I think so. Hold on, it's it has like a terrible name. It's like Action Live Three Sixty or something. Action Park. <laughs> it's not Action Park. Uh, let's see, but um, we. We find out Jenny is talking to Lars and she talks about how Amy Aerobics accidentally ate some rat poison. Oh. Huh. So, of course, now we're gonna, we're instantly kind of suspicious of Jenny. Because it's like, did Jenny kill Amy Aerobics? Could she kill again? Is she a serial killer? Like, Who's to say? But so Dave tells the story around the campfire of the machete maniac. Oh. <laughs> this is just another like classic Nat Faxon delivery where he's just like, have you guys heard the story of the machete maniac? And he just goes, no, no. Who's that? <laughs> God damn it. I love Nat Faxon. Oh, and it was called Island <laughs> H2O. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it, isn't it Island H2O live? I swear that it had a live in there. I don't see it saying live. It just says Island oh. H2O Water Park. The okay. highest tech water park in Florida. Just Florida. Not the world. Florida. <laughs> and who goes to Florida? Nobody. That has a brain. Florida men. Yeah, Florida men. They're not superheroes. They're idiots. Go fucking know the alligator. <laughs> What's anyway. the story of uh, the machete maniac? Uh, 15 years ago, this counselor at... Um, Pleasure Island. His name was Phil Coletti. And one day, this gorgeous woman uh, comes into the club and asks him if she if he wants to go out into the jungle with her. Okay. And he's like, you know, fuck yeah. So she starts asking him all these questions, like, do you believe in uh, the local legends of the island? You know, like voodoo and zombies and stuff like that. And he doesn't really think anything of it. And he just kind of, you know, rolls over and starts putting the screws to her. That's the term that Dave uses. Yep. Which is, you know, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's pitch black. He can't see anything. So he, he's, just, he's just banging away. And then all of a sudden there's this flash of lightning. And in this flash, he realizes that he's surrounded by all the other counselors and, and employees and that he, also that he is banging a dead corpse. See kids, this is why you don't have sex in cemeteries. Things like this could happen. 
Yeah. So far, nothing good has happened from having sex in a cemetery. Right. No matter how hot that goth chick from 1994 is, who has time traveled to 2022 to take you to have sex in a cemetery, don't do it. She's probably 14. And you're just going to end up banging a Or a ghost. Or a ghost. Yeah. Uh, But So Phil gets up, calmly just walks to the groundskeeper's shack, grabs a machete, and chops all the employees into pieces. Seems legit. And then... You don't want people knowing what happened. Yeah. But then, the craziest part is he chops off his own penis and runs into the jungle, never to be seen again. Question. Yes, Kevin. If all the people were killed at the resort, and he ran off into the jungle, never to be seen again, how did the story start? That's why it's a legend. Oh, okay. Thank you. But so they call him Machete Phil. And sometimes... Sometimes, late at night, if you listen real hard, you can hear him through the jungle. Where's my penis? Where's my penis? And then Putman stands up and he's got his his dick and balls tucked like Buffalo Bill. And he's just like, and that boy was me. (laughs) And everyone just like laughs and screams. And I fuck me. Yeah. And then (laughs) Goodbye Horses starts playing. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> but uh, Dave stands up and his pants like kind of f- fall down. You can see he's got his stuff tucked too, and he's just like, "You're an asshole, Putman." <laughs> so everybody's kind of you know cleaning up for the night. Coconut Pete is just like, you know, hey, who? Uh, somebody, maybe it was Carlos. Since he was missing, he needed somebody to run luau duty, right? So he like had Sam do it, and then he was just like, "And guys, please have sex with the guests. Some of them aren't bad looking. Take one for the team, literally, or two. So wait, is Coconut Pete a pimp? It seems like it, right? <laughs> he's like these people I mean, pay he's... good money to be here, and fuck you. Wait, <laughs> it's yeah. It sounds like he is essentially paying these people to have sex with the guests. Yeah." Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, so up next is my favorite scene in the whole movie. And the one thing that I have wanted to do for roughly 18 years. The, the live action Pac-Man. Yes. This yes. is so fucking amazing. So genius. Nat Faxon is running around through a hedge maze. He's wearing a bright yellow t-shirt. Sam and Dave are up in like a little booth where they can look out over it and they're playing Pac-Man music. Yeah, it's like up over the loudspeaker. Like house Pac-Man music. Yeah. And there's these girls just chasing after Nat Faxon. (laughs) And he comes along and there's a like a maybe it was like a grapefruit or something. Some kind of uh, it was like a half coconut, I think. I don't think it was a coconut. It looked oh. softer. Oh, okay. So I thought it was like a grapefruit or something. Oh, you're right. You're or something, right, you're right. But yeah, another one was the coconut. Yeah, but it's shelled out. Yeah. And, and it's, it's got a drink inside. And so he takes the drink, and the girls take off their t-shirts. 
Oh, hey. And now they're, you know, activated or whatever. I don't remember what the word, if there was a word for it in Pac-Man. But you know in Pac-Man when the ghosts all turn blue and now you can eat them. Right. So now they're like that and he had, and he can tag them and they um, go back to base or whatever. Right. And like Pac-Man, there's fruit in it. Um, Sam is just like Q-Pretzel, like into a walkie-talkie. He's like, Q-Pretzel. Q-Pretzel. Pretzel. Pretzel. Get your twisted salty ass out here. <laughs> and so Dave goes to find the pretzel and he, he goes to like the employee uh, shed, opens the door and there's Juan dressed as a pretzel, just banging this watermelon from behind. Yeah. That's not even like, would you call that foodies instead of furries? I'll be here all week. Well, foodies is already another thing. That's true. Couldn't be fruities because he's a pretzel. That's, That's not a right, breadies. But she's a watermelon. I got nothing. It's it's, it's kind of a new uh, new spin on food fetish. Right. You dress up instead of covering yourself. Right. But Dave is just like, hey, but like, yeah, yeah, me and you, like, <laughs> like asking if they can double team this watermelon. Well, I'm just like, get the fuck out. <laughs> It wasn't on a pool table, and there was no finger trap. <laughs> the double team. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a mustache ride? But so uh, um, Dave finds Cliff, who is dressed as a pineapple. And he says, uh, hey, you're needed in the maze. And Cliff is just like, I'm on break. <laughs> Dave says, eh, be happy in your work, pair. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. But then we see the killer gets this like giant pineapple costume, puts that on, and he starts going through the maze. Apakashi. And what? Oh, right. That was pineapple. Yeah. Uh, I do like, I like the Spanish word for grapefruit. What's that? Pomplemus. Ooh. Pomplemus. That's a good one. Or maybe that's French. Sounds French. Yeah, it's definitely French. But the the pineapple chases Cliff down and like slashes him across the belly. And this is such an easy effect because he's got the giant pear costume. Right. So clearly he just has some kind of some kind of gimmick in the the belly of the pear costume and they just slash that open and like all the like, blood and viscera comes out. But it looks so good. It does. And it's like, God, Cliff really had a beer gut. <laughs> yeah, he must have. He must have been literally pear shaped. Yeah. Uh Torana is Spanish for grapefruit. Okay, so it's French. Yes? Yeah, hold on. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh but meanwhile that faction and the girls are they're still playing the game. They have no idea what's going on. We're, we're having a good time here. But here's a question I had. Uh, if the girls took their t- their t-shirts off, they like they throw them into the bushes. Yeah. And I'm like, if they don't, like, even if they do get tagged, they still turn back into regular ghosts. So wouldn't you need that t-shirt again? Or do you like take off another piece of clothing the next time? I, I, I was thinking it's probably strip Pac-Man. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that in my entire life. Not that I ever <laughs> thought about that. But yeah, it was definitely strip Pac-Man. 
Uh, Cult of Splat strip Pac-Man t-shirts, maybe? I'm in. I get one. <laughs> so, uh, the next... Well, maybe it's not... It might be the same day. We don't know. But Jenny is walking around and she hears something in the bushes. And she, like, looks in and almost gets this sword across the face. Swords. But it, a sword. It's, it's not a machete. Uh, it's actually Lars doing his Chi Kung, oh. which I, I thought might be made up, but apparently it is a real uh, system of coordinated body posture and movement, breathing and meditation used for the purposes of health, spiritual- spirituality, and martial arts training. I thought they were just riffing off like a Mortal Kombat character or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but he talks about uh, you know, all these different philosophers and stuff, but he's like, but you know who had a really great philosophy is Coconut Pete. Have a good time all the time. Always drink the worm. I've never drank the worm. Have you ever drank the worm? I don't do tequila. Neither do I. Tequila and I broke up. Cinco de Mayo, 2008. Tequila is bad news. But these two drunk people come up and they're like, hey, sign our asses. Sign our asses. And Lars starts showing Jenny all the ways that he can like manipulate people through touch, through different uh, you know, pressure points and stuff. And so he like makes the girl who's right on this guy's back, makes her fall asleep instantly with the sleeping panda. I like it. And then he makes the guy pee his pants with the leaky turtle. And the guy's just like, what the hell? <laughs> but then all of a sudden this parasailer just slams into this hut or shed that's on the beach and so they run over there and they roll him over and it's Carlos dead as a doornail god damn it Carlos with with naughty Carlos carved into his chest naughty naughty boy I don't know what that's from I just said it (laughs) Dave and Juan are talking. Uh, Dave is trying to explain Pac-Man to Juan because he doesn't seem to understand. He goes, what, you you didn't have this game in in your country? And he's like, oh, we had a cheap knockoff called Circle Eater. (laughs) Suddenly, Putman runs up, uh, dresses a banana. (laughs) And he's just like, and they're just like, what is it, boy? (laughs) Trouble? Did Lassie fall down a well again? And so they start following him. They start singing, follow the banana. Follow Follow the the banana. banana. That could be a shirt. Uh, Follow the banana. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they find Cliff. His pear costume has been sliced open. And it has Naughty Cliff carved in his chest. Naughty, naughty boy. (laughs) And the, the staff only sign from the shed is around his neck. Oh, so a staff member did it. Got it. Or staff only being targeted. Oh, you could be right. But so all the staff meet up, or at least like the senior staff, they they get together and they meet up and they're having this discussion about what's going on. Juan is convinced that it's Machete Phil, even though that's just a legend. But, you know, Jason Voorhees was a legend too. And he turned out to be real, didn't he, Taylor? all too real but sam has this activity board that shows you know what staff member is doing what activity that day and the ones that have been killed 
all have their names slashed out. Oh, well, this person's just really well organized. Yeah, and then at the, at the bottom of this board, there's a guess the coconut peat lyric and win a drink th- thing. And it says, do your jobs and live, tell the guests and die, because everybody's looking to find their own paradise. That is a weird lyric. Which I think only part of that is actually coconut peat lyrics. But oh, okay. They're like, we got to get off the island. And Jenny's like, we got to get everyone off the island. So they go to try and find the boats. They have these two boats, these two power boats. <laughs> uh, the Smiling Smuggler and the Randy Rum Runner are Ooh. the names of the boats. But they're both gone. Someone has cut the ropes. The boats are missing. Donde esta la boat? La bota? I don't know the word for boat. <laughs> I'm trying to become fluent in Spanish, but I don't think I've learned the word boat yet. Clearly not. No. Uh, the phone lines are all cut. And they also have like a ham radio, but it's been just smashed to bits. Barco's boat. You're, you're getting Barca? a free, yeah, you're getting a free uh, Spanish lesson and slight Portuguese lesson with this podcast today. And French. And French. <laughs> uh, so they're all in the the club area, and you know they're like what are we going to do? The, the boats are gone. And Dave is just like, the boats are gone. And Jenny says, you know, how could someone like, she said, it, it looked like one of the boats. Cause they saw one of the boats earlier. Right. And uh, she says, you know, it looked like it was just driving on its own. And Dave was just like, it was driving on its own. And Pete's like, uh, and you're sure the phone lines were cut. And one says, well, they weren't chewed off by jungle rats or jungle rats. Jungle rats. <laughs> Dave's like, we have jungle rats. Those are scary. But Pete says, you know, we can't tell the guests because if we tell the guests that there's a crazy maniac running around, we're going to have a hundred crazy maniacs running around. That could be fun. And that could be a fun island. Could it? As Not long as I'm all... in a, like a panic room with monitors the entire time. I think I just came up with a movie. <laughs> I think you just invented Hunger Games. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, Put- Putman is convinced that the, the staff only sign means that, that he's targeting staff. And suddenly we just hear this, you know, the sound of sucking through a straw when there's nothing at the bottom of the drink. And it's Hank. Hank. And Pete says, you know, I, I decided to call in the big guns. And uh, <laughs> Hank says, when you're done. With your little pink panty meltdown, let me know. (laughs) And Pete tells us that Hank uh, used to head up the FBI unit on serial killers, and he single-handedly caught the Minneapolis Mangler. Ooh. And uh, somebody is just like, who's the Minneapolis Mangler? And Hank's like, exactly. Wouldn't you want some notoriety on that? You'd think, yeah. Uh, but Hank is just like, hey, I was in Nicaragua when you can stuff your intestines back in your pockets and walk 20 clicks to an aid station after a knife fight with guerrilla drug lords. Then you can talk to me. So I will never talk to him. Get closer to your mic. Oh, sorry. 
but he says, you know, we're, we're going to give him what he wants. And we're just going to continue to do our jobs. And Juan is like, how are we supposed to do that when someone is killing the dick out of everyone on the island? That's such a good phrase. <laughs> but Hank just says, you know, he's playing a game and we're going to play it right back. And eventually he's going to slip up. And when he does, I'll be there with my wampin' stick. Ooh. But this guy has a machete. Yeah, machete beats stick. Unless it's a... Anyway. A what? A metal stick? But at that point, I think it's just a rod and not a stick. It's just a rod or a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, they're trying to act like nothing's wrong. They have a fire on the beach, but the fires... There's three different fires, and they spell out SOS. Nice. And they're having this big pinata party. And... uh. I think I think it was Putman. It says, you know, what what are we doing? Like, why are we having a pinata party? And Hank says that slash on the the pear kid. I think that's what he calls him, the pear kid. The pear kid. Um, he says was was left to right. So I'm looking for a left-handed killer. But I'm like, he could backhand that. <laughs> like, in fact, I think he did backhand. I think it. he did. Yeah. But. Lars and Jenny go searching through everybody's room while they're at the pinata party. Lars is just like, you know, the, those words on the board felt really familiar, but I just can't wrap my fingers around it. And Jenny's like, can you wrap your fingers around this? And it's just this big rubber dildo. <laughs> it's very slapstick. A little bit. Yeah. She doesn't like put it in his face or anything. <laughs> but Penelope finds one and she made him this like Peter Pan looking hat out of like banana leaves or something. It's very cute. And she's like, you know, do you, would you want to take a walk down the beach with me? And he's like, uh, you know, I I don't think so. It's it's the same down there as it is here. It's sand and water and whatever. It's we we don't need to do that. And she like judo flips him and then mounts him. And she's like, I heard you were very naughty today, Juan. You were supposed to be in the maze, and you were eating watermelon. Ooh. Not to, not he wasn't eating boy. it. He was fucking that watermelon, like, rapping. He was fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, no! <laughs> Rafi bomb! <laughs> but, you know, Juan's like, how do you know that? And she said, oh, I see everything. Ew. And then they, they start making out. And suddenly Juan is just like, you know, I think it's a good idea if we go down the beach a little more far. A little more far. <laughs> I love some of his, his like, broken English. Yeah, it's, it's really good. But then he's just like, oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to make s'mores. And again, we get, like, the slow, slow <laughs> on the face, ominous noise. So, I mean, just kind of breaking down some of our possible killers Sam, Dave, Jenny, Penelope. Penelope. I think that's it. Yeah. Jenny and Lars come to Hank. He says, you know, did you find anything in the in the rooms? And she says, only pornography and an ass load of condoms. At least they're practicing but, safe sex. That's true. Uh, Lars says, you know, the, the guy in 14 had a wooden Bible. <laughs> It's like, hmm, wooden Bible. That's good. That's good. Hmm. I have questions. Yeah, right? Why would you even bring a Bible to a place like that? 
You are going to save the sinners, obviously, Taylor. You're going like, to tie them. The Bible with... just you're going to beat them so to death. With it. You, you're going to start a cult in this jungle, and eventually the cult is going to rise and take down Pineapple Pete. Or I mean, Coconut Pete. Pineapple Pete is a different person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Coconut Pete. Sorry. Um, but so Putman is like he's looking through Dave's albums. And he's got all these different Coconut Pete albums, you know. And one is autographed. And it says, Dave, so sorry to hear about your parents. Or sorry, so sorry about your parents. Wish I could have done more, Uncle Pete. And Putman, like, reaches inside and he pulls out this news article. We don't really get a good look at it yet. But he kind of folds it up. Ooh, folds it up and puts it in his pocket. Meanwhile, uh, you wants to tell all the guests what's going on. I don't know why. I don't know what she thinks it will accomplish when they can't get off the island. But she decides that it's it's time. It's time. It's Vader time. So she goes and she finds uh, <laughs> she finds Smy, she finds Smy and Nat Faxon, and she's like, uh, you know, guys, can you come to the fire? We're gonna make an announcement. And Nat Faxon goes, Oh, good. I've got an announcement. I'm totally bake ached. <laughs> I'm I'm convinced. That there were no lines written for Nat Faxon. He was just going to be a background extra. And every time they put the camera on him, he just said something. <laughs> I hope that's the case. Because he's not in Super Troopers. No. But he's in every movie going forward after this one. Right. So I'm hoping, yeah, like he was just like a, such a goofball. They were just like, you're amazing. <laughs> uh, but then she sees this guy wearing a poncho. And a tiki mask. Oh. And she's like, hey, you know, go to the fire. We're going to make an announcement. And this guy starts chasing her. Well, shit. So she runs out onto the beach, runs into Hank. And Hank is just like, there's always one asshole like you trying to shit in the apple pie. (laughs) Well, you just shit in the one apple pie that knows how to shit back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... This is actually the fourth movie that we've done with Nat Faxon in it. He was in Slackers. Orange. He was Carl, the grad student. That's right. Which is also not on his Rotten Tomatoes page. What the fuck, Rotten Tomatoes? And it's funny in that one, because in that one, he didn't like smoking the doobie joint smackheads. No. And I'm just like a quick look. He's going to be in at least two more. It looks like maybe more. Movies. That are on his Rotten Tomatoes page or just on they're his IMDb page? They're on his IMDb. But will he be an all-star? Stay tuned. Okay. Is he in Stay Tuned? No. No, he's uh, not in Stay Tuned. That movie's way too old. Yeah. I was like, Orange County was his first movie. Um, and Slacker's his second. This was his third. Wait. Oh. It's... Oh, God. We're going to make sure Jeffrey Jones doesn't get all-star status, right? Yeah. We'll just pretend it doesn't happen. Yeah, we're not celebrating him. Okay. Uh, So let's see. Uh, The killer slashes Hank's throat. You runs. She finds a golf cart. Typical horror movie fashion. Won't start. She drops the keys. Oh, no. Eventually picks him up, gets it started, and this thing goes like two miles an hour (laughs) 
and the killer just like walks beside her and she just like I love she's driving and she doesn't look at the killer she just goes and just, just screams. screams yeah uh, Jenny meanwhile he is she's in her room wearing nothing but a tank top and panties Ooh. and she hears a boat outside okay so she looks out and she, but she doesn't see anything and then she hears something in the bushes so she quickly goes back inside and locks the door smart move next day smart move I don't know if this is supposed to be a dance move or an exercise move, but Dave is leading the people and they're doing this thing where they go crab, 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 shot, throw it away, salute. <laughs> crab, 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 shot, throw it away, salute. Um, it's the newest dance craze. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't know if it's a dance or an exercise thing. The way that Jenny does it looks like an exercise thing, but that's because she's Amy Aerobics. Right. And I don't think Nat Baxton's actually going to be an all-star. Oh, that's sad. It really is. You know what? I think we should make up an honorary one. Okay. Like right now? Like or? right now. Nat Baxton, boom, you're there. You've done it. So Lars comes up and he he realizes that he, the reason he recognized the Guess the Coconut Pete lyrics and Win a Drink words were because <laughs> it was from a Coconut Pete song. Oh, hey. Uh, it's from the song Naughty Cow. Naughty, naughty cow. <laughs> I'm tired. Hey, if you can't, I'm like in slap happy face right now. And I apologize. Pete's just like, oh, you know, is it really? And Jenny's just like, how do you not recognize the words to your own songs? And he's like, I don't even remember making the album. <laughs> See, this is the type of rock star I'd probably be like, yeah, I did that sometime. And <laughs> yeah, but I think it's because he did a lot of drugs. Uh, I probably wouldn't do all the drugs. I'm just forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> but so this song, Naughty Cow, like the lyrics are like Bongo the Stone Crab got high as a kite and fell and cracked his shell. Tokyo was lost in a maze all night. Something, something, something. It trails off. We don't hear it. But Sam realizes that Bongo the Stone Crab got high as a kite, fell and broke his shell. That's like Carlos parasailing right and toki lost in a maze all night that's like cliff in the pac-man maze okay <laughs> they go all right let's listen to the next line la 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 let's listen to it backwards and then finally, like at the end, it's like the big bad orca and the scary octopus were guarding the river bed. And Jenny's just like, what? The orca and the octopus. So are those the next victims? Or are those the killers? Our lives depend on interpreting the dumbest fucking song I've ever heard. <laughs> and Coconut Pete is just like, oh, please don't hold back. I've only won five gold records in my fucking lifetime. How many of you won? Burn. <laughs> But the very last line to the song is, we're all looking for our own paradise, but it ain't on earth. It's up there in heaven. And someday we're all going to die. Oh, boy. (laughs) Suddenly Juan runs in and it's very who's on first. (laughs) He says, Pete, you and Hank are dead. He's like, why? What do we do? (laughs) No, no. You and Hank are dead. Are fucking dead. He's like, 
are you threatening me? <laughs> I think he calls him like a little hairless lap dog. Yeah. <laughs> but so they run out and they see Hank half buried in the beach. And it says, don't let this be you with you spelled Y-U in his chest. Ooh. We got puns now. We have puns. Murder uh, puns. We don't see Yu's body. We see her arms. Those were her arms? Those are her arms. I did not realize that. Yeah, because uh, Hank was buried. I thought those were Hank's arms. No, you could see his hands at the bottom of the screen. Oh, I've never noticed. Well, that just throws everything topsy-turvy for me, because <laughs> the first time I watched it, that scene, when he says, you and Hank are dead, and then I saw that, and I didn't realize that it was you, and I was like, well, use the killer. Yeah. I can, I can see that. So for the rest of the movie, until we see Yu's body later, spoiler alert, you should have watched the movie already. Um, until we see her body later, I figured Yu was the killer the first time I saw this. But she's not. She dead. Anyway. No, she, she is very dead. And I guess, you know, now that you say that, I realize that when we see her body, she doesn't have any arms. Yep. They are Jesus nothing. Christ, man. You just opened up a whole new world. I gotta go watch this again now. <laughs> My whole worldview is turned upside down. Yeah. But so they're having a, I guess, a fashion show? Something. Yeah, I think that's what they said. It's At first, it's like a talent show because Putman and Juan are singing Pleasure Island. Right. And Sam Levine is like, oh, it's little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> but yeah, then they move into this fashion show. Um, Lars goes out in the in a uh, fashion poncho or pleasure poncho. Oh yeah, because Jenny says, "Why are we having a fucking fashion show?" Fashion show, and Coconut Pete says, "Because it's fucking fashion show Wednesday." <laughs> do we have to start that now? Like after we watch wrestling, do we have to have a fashion show? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert: You're gonna see a lot of this hoodie. <laughs> I've had this shirt for seven years, and I'm not taking it off. <laughs> I'm gonna say I've had this shirt on for seven days. <laughs> no, it, it's been washed. There's some holes in it, but it, you know it's comfy. <laughs> yeah. So they do this fashion show, pleasure poncho. Uh, Sam is just like, guys, I don't know. I've got a real bad feeling about this new guy. Um, they're they're still trying to figure out the song. You know, the the orca and the scary octopus. And Dave is just like, guys, look at Putman's head. Putman is the octopus. Ooh. Jenny's like, Dave, go play with the curtains. <laughs> and Sam was like, well, maybe the octopus is how the next victim dies. You know, octopus backwards is sapotco. Juan, isn't that Spanish for something? This is like the dumbest, funniest line. Like the, the ratio of dumb to funny, this is the top right here in the whole movie. Juan goes, sapotco? Mm, no. The Spanish word for shoe is zapato. And then Sam goes, hmm, shoe. <laughs> like, it's all about the delivery. Hmm, shoe. Yeah. But it's so good. Hmm, shoe. Got it. Uh, so someone's going to get killed with a shoe, I guess? But Dave is like, am I the only one that thinks his head looks like an octopus? <laughs> How many? I tried to count dreads, but I couldn't. Count dreads? Yeah. Oh, see if he had more than eight? Yeah. Yeah, they're all kind of like 
swirled and twisted up, so it's kind of hard to tell where one starts and one ends. But Lars and Putman are going to go out in the woods to search for the killer. Putman's, you know, digging through this bucket of weapons. Jenny is like, you know, just just please be careful. Are you sure you don't want to take a weapon to Lars? And Lars is just like, I have all the weapons I need. And Putman is like, piss on that. I'm taking a machete. A machete. Uh-huh. Uh, and then another one of my favorite parts. I know I've been I've been saying that a lot, but that's how good this movie it's is. It's a good movie. Coconut Pete is explaining to these two guys, uh, hey, like I guess they're the new cooks or something. <laughs> I um, love this. But he's like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen you cook, and maybe you, oh, maybe use the cook. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Because he said he says, you know, it, it, he says like it's real common knowledge, and I'm sure you've watched you do it before. Yeah, I, I do. Oh my god, I fucked up dinner so bad tonight. I had to toss it. Anyway. Were you making coconut pizza paella? No, I, I, I can rock paella. Paella is not hard. I was trying to make these like roasted potatoes that Kenji Alt Lopez does, and I fucked them up bad. I never fuck up in the kitchen, but tonight was, yeah, I shouldn't have done it. I ruined like four pounds of potatoes. Maybe you should get HelloFresh by going to cultsplat.com slash HelloFresh. I probably, I probably still fuck that up. <laughs> but so coconut pizza is like, you know, right now I'm making coconut pizza paella. Can you guess the secret ingredient? And these guys just like look at him with these vacant stares. No say. He's just like, he's like the secret ingredient, coconut pizza paella. The secret ingredient. One guy's like, uh, coconut. Coconut. <laughs> I love the way he says it. And coconut Pete just like grabs a coconut and just goes, yes, yes, god damn it! <laughs> and like turns around and throws a coconut against the wall. He's just like. Jesus Christ, you think Eddie Money has to put up with this shit? <laughs> Such a fucking random reference. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, um, Juan and Jenny are watching all this go down. And I love like when you're seeing them look through the window and you can see Coconut Pete in the background just like <laughs> still freaking out. <laughs> but Penelope comes up. And she's like, hey, Juan, I've been looking for you. Uh, I brought you some calamari. And he's like, oh, that's great. Hmm. And she like goes to put it in his mouth. And he kind of like, you know, backs up. And she's like, what? You're not afraid of a little octopus, are you? Subotech. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, so, and she like shoves it, in his, shoves it in his mouth, but he like won't swallow it. And she's like, you know, when you're done doing whatever it is you're doing here, come, come find me. Because uh, I, I want to wrap my little tentacles around you. Ooh. And so, you know, Juan and Jenny start kind of freaking out. Jenny's like, look, I'll admit she's a weird little chick, but this doesn't prove that she's the killer. So Dave is, or Juan is just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to have to get more information. So he goes to Penelope's room. Penelope. Meanwhile, Sam, Jenny, and Dave are hiding in the closet. Uh, they, they each have weapons. Sam's got a golf club. Jenny has a ukulele. <laughs> I don't even know what Dave had. Dave might not have had anything. I can't remember. But Dave won't stop talking. He's like, I remember when Juan first showed up. I didn't like him at first, but then I was just like, oh, you know, who's this local guy coming around? And so finally Sam like takes a pacifier and puts it in his mouth. <laughs> and he's just like, like at first he's kind of confused and he just goes, oh, yeah, I like this. <laughs> yeah. But Penelope is just like, 
you know, she's like, I just, I, when I came here, I just wanted to leave my past behind. And she starts reaching for something, and Juan is just like, <laughs> but she pulls out this photo of oh. her wearing like a gymnast singlet, and she says, you know, my my coach would kill me if he knew I was here. I, you know, I'm just I'm just so tired of being in the gym 24 seven. It's it's just all too much, and I just want to relax and party like everyone else. And um, I guess before she says that, she pulls her her tits out and like does a handstand onto Juan's crotch. That's impressive. And he's like, he's like, what are you a praying mantis woman? (laughs) But then, you know, she tells him this whole story and he's like, wait a second. You are a gymnast. Gymnast. (laughs) And he like looks up and he's like, gracias. (laughs) Thank you. The God. And so they start just, just fucking and like she's riding him and Dave comes out of the closet and like grabs Juan's toes and is just like, (laughs) please. Juan's like, get the fuck out of here. Dave's always trying to get some of Juan's candy. Stay out of the candy pot. Which would be anal. Um, Probably. That's the chocolate pot, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's the melting pot <laughs> but she goes to the bathroom one opens the closet door and he goes ah I'm still not sure I'm gonna need a few more hours to pump her for information very well done <laughs> and uh, Jenny is just like how would you like to be stuffed in this closet Well, I go out there and have sex and he's like you know what that is a great idea <laughs> Out on the beach, uh, Lars and Putman are, are sitting around a fire, and Putman starts like being real kind of. He says, "You know what? Are, what are your intentions with Jenny?" And Lars says, "You know there, there was a, this philosopher who said if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you." And Putman's like, "It's a bloody Hallmark card." <laughs> He says, don't, estra- don't underestimate me, Lars. I know things that you don't. Oh. And like He's like pulling out this plastic bag like he's going to smother him or something. And he's you know telling him that he, he knows things and he, he knows secrets. And, but then he puts the bag over his dreadlocks <laughs> to, to go to bed. Do people do that? Is that a real thing? I think so. Okay. But so Sam is searching Lars' room. And suddenly Dave pops out with one of the swords. He's like, look what I found. And Sam's just like, whoa. Dave's like, yeah, shiny. (laughs) And just throws it on the ground. But they look in the wardrobe and there's just this shrine to Pete. Like all these photos of him with Lars's face pasted over the other person in the photo. And just candles and just super creepy and weird. It's really weird. Back out on the beach, the killer starts chasing Putman. Like Putman wakes up and he sees the killer and he starts running, chasing him through the woods. But it's not the same killer because he's not wearing the poncho. He just has like a like a rain jacket on with yeah. the hood like pulled over his face. And so he tackles Putman and Putman reaches up and pulls the hood back and it's Dave. Oh. And he starts like choking Putman 
And Pumpkin's just like, no, like, why? But then suddenly Dave gets stabbed right through the, the back. And he falls over, and there's the real killer in the poncho with the mask. Pulls off the mask, and it's Putman. It's himself? Yeah. And so um, he's just like, oh, I skipped the part. I'll go back in just a second. Um, but the, the killer Putman is just like, you know, now give us a kiss. And like starts to kiss him, and then Putman wakes up, and it's it was all a dream, obviously. Um, the thing I skipped real quick, he pulls out the news article, and we see that it said, sister and brother-in-law of Coconut Pete trampled at his concert. That sucks. So the next morning, Coconut Pete is giving his hat a burial at sea. (laughs) (laughs) He like takes his hat, puts it on a wave, and then like pours, I think it's rum, pours rum on it and is just like, sayonara. (laughs) Or no, vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. (laughs) Um, Lars shows up with the smiling smuggler. Oh, hey. And they're just like, oh my god, you, you, you found one of the boats. And he's like, yeah, but don't get too excited yet, because the propeller is completely ruined. Oh, well that sucks. And Sam is just like, hey, where's Putman? And Lars is like, he's, he's not here? Like, he woke up in the middle of the night and freaked out and ran into the woods. And Sam is like, by ran off, do you mean got killed by you? Ooh. Good one, fun police. Damn. But he tells Pete, he says, you know, Mark David Chapman over here has a whole shrine to Coconut Pete. Mark David Chapman, of course, is the man who killed John Lennon, for those of you who don't know. But Pete says, look, we've got one night left. All we got to do is just get through this one night and the boat will be back tomorrow to take everybody home. And Sam is just like, you know, to Lars, he's like, I'm watching you. I got my eye on you. And Lars is just like, I don't have to tell you shit, fun pig. You want to fun arrest me? You get a fun fucking warrant. Until then, stay out of my fun fucking face. (laughs) Another line that I love to just randomly quote is just, you want to fun arrest me? You get a fun fucking warrant. (laughs) But they do fun arrest him. (laughs) They take him to the drunk tank, lock him in this room. Uh, Meanwhile, back at the pool it's it's now nighttime again there's this group of four people two guys and two girls sitting in the pool smoking weed jenny shows up and she's like you know you guys gonna hang around for a while and they're like oh yeah we're just getting started one of the guys is telling the story we walk into the story halfway through but he's like did it stink yeah it stunk but that's my mom for you do you guys have mothers (laughs) i'm like i have questions can we go back to the beginning of that one, please? And thank you. Yeah. But so Jenny dives into the pool and while she's underwater, this buck naked guy runs by <laughs> and he's like, free drinks, whoever catches me. <laughs> so everybody jumps out of the pool and starts chasing the naked guy. Uh, tries to catch the grease up. Grease up that's exactly guy. what I was thinking. <laughs> you nigga, give me my... <laughs> <laughs> but so Jenny, you know, pops up out of the water and turns around and everyone's gone and she's all by herself all of a sudden. Oh no. 
But then she hears someone jump in the pool behind her. She's just like, oh, fuck. God damn it. Turns around, and it's Sam Levine. God damn, motherfucking Sam Levine. <laughs> and, you know, he starts kind of flirting with her, and then he's just like, wait, what was that? She's like, what? What happened? And he's like, no, I, so, something rubbed against my leg. She's like, quit, quit fucking around. He's like, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, the, something is in the water. Oh, wait. It's just my gigantic cock. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if that's ever worked for him. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with no. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work this time. So Yeah. Uh, but Shocking, isn't suddenly it? Suddenly, we... Ha, ha! Good segue. Because they turn around and they see the killer standing at the edge of the pool holding up a TV. It's like like a little... C, it's like a 14-inch CRT TV. <laughs> it's like... I've seen bigger TVs in guard shacks. Yeah, really. And I think it was showing Amy aerobics. I think it was. But Sam Levine is just like, hey, now that's service. But, you know, Jenny gets out of the pool real quick and she's yelling at him. She's like, get out of the pool quick. Killer throws the TV in the pool, electrocutes Sam Levine. He did. Jenny's running off into the woods. She runs into Putman. She says, oh, Sam Levine just got killed. And he's just, Putman is like super chill about it because Sam Levine has been a dick to him the whole time. That's cool. So he's just like, oh, what was the look on his face? I want to know if he screamed bloody murder. But so Jenny gets Sam and just like, look, Lars can't be the killer because he was locked in this room. And I just watched Sam Levine from Freaks and Geeks get murdered. So they go to the room, open up the door. Lars is gone. Ew. How'd he get out? The only window in this room is like tiny, like two by two, maybe. I don't think I could fit through that. Yeah, Lars, again, is Kevin Heffernan. He's a big guy. Farva, if you've seen Super Troopers or Landfill from last week or Gil from last week, <laughs> a.k.a. Landfill. Landfill 2. You're so much better than the other Landfill. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you darling but you know they're like there's there's no way right like he's far too large as Putman said <laughs> but so they're looking through uh, I think it's Pete's room and um, Sam comes across this letter from the Incarnacion prison facility hmm. and you know he, he says to he points it out to Juan and he's just like you know Juan Starts reading it. Juan shows no signs of the bizarre and horrible behavior that brought him to this institution. We believe him to be fully rehabilitated and he will be an excellent addition to your staff. They're just like, Jesus Christ, man, what did you do? Like, you were in a Costa Rican prison? That's hardcore anal action. (laughs) Well. (laughs) But before he can answer, suddenly Coconut Pete's body comes swinging down and smashes through the window. It's like got a cord or something tied around its neck. Smashes through the window. And I love off camera you can hear Juan go, Ah! I'll chupa cabra! <laughs> Just Puerto Rico, Juan. Puerto Rico. <laughs> but he's like, Alright, you want to know what I did? I, Juan Castillo, had a sex with a goat. Oh. And of course, they're just like, what the fuck? And he's like, we lived on a farm. I got lonely. 
We were just a couple of stupid kids. <laughs> oh, where's my sound machine? Where's my sound machine? Uh. No, wait, not drum roll. Uh. We are a professional outfit, I swear to God. <laughs> Get it? Because baby goats are called kids. Ew. Rim job. Uh, so. Rim shot? Yeah. Not rim job. Either way. Rim shot. Like, like Ernest the dog. Yeah. So, uh, who, oh, Putman says, you know, Juan's not the killer. Cause that's what, um, Sam was implying. He says, no, it was Dave. Because what none of us know, what none of us could know, is that Dave's parents were trampled to death at a Coconut Peep concert. And Jenny's like, what the hell is wrong with you, Putman? Everybody knows that. <laughs> Juan's like, yeah, way to bring up a sore subject. Damn it, Putman. Putman is always like the last to know everything. Like he's the last to know that Dave's parents were trampled. He's the last to know what the inside of Jenny's vagina feels like. Poor guy. Because <laughs> it certainly seems like Jenny has slept with everyone on the island except him. Yeah, she might be a little bit of a whore. But Dave says, you know, I I would never kill him. He was my uncle Petey. Like, you guys didn't know him like I knew him. Like, how many of you knew that he was afraid of dogs? And that his favorite spice was rosemary. That's not a spice. Or how how many of you knew that he was uncircumcised and smelled of oranges? Wait, hold on. <laughs> and Putman's just like, yeah, but I bet that you inherit the island. And Dave's like, the island is already mine. He says it like so sinisterly. <laughs> but he says, yeah, Pete signed it over to me last week. Because he's going back out on the road where he belonged. He was going to start a super group with Billy Squire and Eddie Money. Oh, shit. Don Henley was going to play drums. That would have been tight. <laughs> Interesting. That would be a good group. It would be. Even with Bill Paxton playing pineapple or Coconut Pete. <laughs> uh, you can listen to Coconut Pete's entire album on like Spotify and stuff. Did you know Jimmy Buffett actually got permission from the guys to like play some of those songs in his concerts? No, that's awesome. Though. Yeah. Uh, but so Lars comes in, he sees Pete, and he just starts bawling. And Sam is just like, you know, very convincing, very convincing. And like Lars gets up and they kind of like start scrapping. And finally they decide, look, the only way, like all we got to do is get through tonight. The boat will be here tomorrow. Just get through tonight. The best thing to do is to stick together. Smart move. So they head out. They're walking through the woods. And suddenly Sam is just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going anywhere with Lars. And Putman is like, well, I'm not going anywhere with Juan. I mean, what kind of man has sex with a goat? A goat. And Juan is like, hey, I used a condom. You said condoms are against your religion. (laughs) Uh... But so, uh, Sam breaks off, Juan and Putman breaks off, Dave just turns around and runs off into the woods. For no apparent reason. No, he just goes off laughing. He just runs away laughing. 
And so Lars and Jenny are just left there in the dark. They don't. They didn't have torches. Damn it. Um. But so Dave, he he goes to his his room, I guess, and he's like, I guess I forgot to mention the power was out. But he's like, I know where the generator is. Power's like, out. Clicks on a switch, and all his DJ stuff lights up. So he's got all the power, and he's withholding from everyone else. But um, he, like, you know, starts doing pills and doing DJ stuff. Lars goes back to his room, realizes his swords are gone. Then they're like, hang on, you you hear that? And so they go to Dave's room, and they see him. Or they see his head on the turntable just spinning around. All right. And they like bump into the table and the record skips. It's playing Naughty Cal. The record skips and it's like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> Just over and over again. Uh, so they run into Jenny's room. They, they hear someone coming and they run into Jenny's room. Jenny gets under the bed. She's like, come on, hurry, get under the bed. Lars lays down. And he's just like, and like his stomach just starts shrinking. Huh? I don't know what this weird meditation he's doing is. But then he rolls under the bed and she's like, oh, is that how you got through the window? Why don't you just do that all the time? He's like, is that a fat joke? <laughs> she's like, I'd fuck you if you were skinnier, but you know. <laughs> oh, she already wants to fuck him though. She wants, she wants him. Yeah, that's true. But under the bed, they find these furry handcuffs. Lars is just like, what the hell, Jenny? <laughs> she's a freaky. But someone comes into, yeah, someone comes into the room, and so they take the handcuffs, handcuff one to the bed and one to this person's ankle, and they come out, and it's Putman. Oh, cheerio! And he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not the killer. Like, and they're like, well, what are you doing here then? And Jenny notices he's got a pair of her panties in his pocket pervert that's not cool dude no but they look out the doorway and the real killer is headed headed their way and so putman's like quick get the keys unlock me and she's like i don't know where the keys are he's like well then lock the door and she's like the lock is broken and he says you've manacled me to my deathbed you piccadilly whore god that's so good Which apparently Piccadilly whore is like a phrase. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's it's like a stupid person or like someone that you're that you're upset with. Oh, it's it's like a, a common phrase apparently. I did not unless, know. Unless that article I was reading came from this movie, I don't know, but it could. But the so puppet's like, you know, give me the racket, give me the balls, and so he starts just like hitting balls at the killer, and he hits one right in the crotch, and it just goes ding. And Putman's just like, Machete Phil. Oh. Because he doesn't have a dick. So he has a cup? Yeah, the the ding noise would have been a hint for me (laughs) that you weren't just hitting flesh. That's true. (laughs) But uh, the killer comes in and just drives the machete right into Putman's chest. Damn. Jenny and Lars run out. Lars is like, namaste. Putman's like, fuck off. 
<laughs> Lars and Jenny run into the bathroom, hide in the shower. They can hear the killer doing something. And Lars, like, mouths, I think he's gone. And he's about to open the shower curtain, and this bloody towel just comes and lands on his head. Yum. And he, like, lifts up the towel, and he's like, soap, please. Smart. Should have the soap. Yeah. So, at the club, it's the big, you know, final party of, of the week, or I guess however long they stay. They got the ice luge going. Guy gets down there, and he's like, that's blood. Ew. So Suddenly the lights come up, and all the bodies are up in the ceiling. This is the first time you see Yu's body. Armless. Armless, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm dumb. Yeah, Taylor, God. <laughs> but Smy, is my guy. <laughs> the Smy guy is just like, we're all gonna die! Everybody runs outside. Juan comes up, and he's like, covered in blood and holding a machete. Ew. And they're just like, you know, kind of freaking out. And he's just like, I just found Putman. He's dead. Suddenly they look over to like the spa area where there's like these mud baths and Sam is like pounding on the window. You can see him like looking back. So they rush over there. They go in and Sam's nowhere to be found. Oh no. But there's three, three mud baths. So Lars reaches into the first one, feels around, nothing there. Reaches into the second one, pulls up Sam's body. Ooh. And he's like shaking him and he's like, Sam, Sam. He just looks at the rest of the people. It's, he looks at Penelope one and Jenny and just like shakes his head like there's, he, there's, he's gone. So he goes to the third one, takes the machete and just jams it in there. But before he can like pull out to see who it is, Sam wakes up, his eyes pop open. He grabs him from behind, grabs the machete and puts it to his throat. Do we have our killer? He's, he says, did you guys know that I can hold my breath for three minutes and 33 seconds? Well, that's pretty good. Nobody ever. Sus- that is pretty good, actually. But he says, nobody ever suspects the fun police. And Juan is like, bullshit, I always suspected you. <laughs> Sam says, bullshit, you did not. And one goes, you are the bullshit. (laughs) Again, one of my favorite lines that I just love to randomly quote. You are the bullshit. You are the bullshit. And one is just like, you're Machete Phil, the kid with no dick. Sam's like, no, I have a dick. (laughs) I'm Machete Sam. And they're like, you know, Why? Why are you doing this? And he says, I'll tell you. Rolo was supposed to have grass for me. And I asked him, and he didn't have my grass. And then I saw him out in the woods with those two hussies. And what did he have? Grass. Yeah. Then he's like, wait, no, that's not it. It wasn't about the grass. But that was very uncool. (laughs) (laughs) Because for a second you're like, wait, that's why he killed everybody? It must have been good shit. He says, no, uh, it's because I found out Pete was giving the island to Dave. And it's like this visual of Pete, like signing over the deed to Dave. And Dave is wearing these giant headphones. 
like each earphone is like the size of his head. And then there's just this giant, you know, loop between them. <laughs> They're just absurdly large and it's funny. But, you know, he was mad that Dave or that Pete wasn't giving, giving him the island. He's like, I got you guys to do your job, didn't I? Pretty good managerial skills, don't you think? Mm-hmm. He's like, plus I got you guys so obsessed with that stupid song. Who's the orca? Who's the octopus? I am the walrus. <laughs> but then suddenly Lars like, you know, grabs his hand and Sam is just like, ooh, ooh. And Lars is like, he'll orgasm for another few minutes. You guys got to get out of here. So Penelope, Jenny, and Juan run back to the club. And, you know, Penelope was like, why are we going back to the club? And Jenny's like, it's the most secure building on the island. It's where we keep the booze. Smart. So they go into the club. There's these big, like, roll-down doors. And they look over into the jacuzzi, and Sam is in there. And he's, he's at some point, he grabbed Penelope. When the f- and he's holding her underwater. He's a sneaky one, that guy. He, he is very, very sneaky. Naughty, naughty boy. Don't. Don't <laughs> don't underestimate my sneakiness. <laughs> but so Juan grabs a fire axe and just starts like smashing the glass. Finally, it shatters. Penelope and Sam come flying out. Sam sits up Undertaker style. That was very cool. And he's like, it's not a party until someone breaks the jacuzzi. Because <laughs> you fucked it. What? What? <laughs> Suddenly, a machete comes right through Sam's chest. He falls over. Lars is standing there. Oh, thank God, movie he over. Says, he says, the fun is done. Womp womp. Not a great one-liner. No. And he's like, who broke the jacuzzi? <laughs> they go outside, and everyone is like outside partying and fucking. Yeah. Nat, Nat Faxon is swinging on a rope swing naked. And I'm like, they don't know what happened in there. Why are they happy? I'm guessing they found the drug stash and did it all. And <laughs> maybe that's my only explanation. Sure. Works for me. Um, but so, uh, yeah, they, you know, kind of limp out of the, out of the club, all action movie style. Sam comes out right behind him. Motherfucker's still alive. God damn. So they talk, take off running. Juan is like, follow me. I know where to go. They get to the cliff. And of course, Juan is, you know, he's water sports. That's not just peeing on people. No. It's also cliff diving. So he tells them, he says, look, when you jump, keep your legs together and clench your ass cheeks or else water will fly up your butthole and pulverize your intestines. That's a colonic you don't want. No, that's a high-speed colonic. Yeah. And so Penelope is like, you know, I, I trust you. And she jumps off and does like a double corkscrew twirl thing. Very little splash, too. Very well done. Yeah. Very well done. And Juan, you know, Lars is like, who is that? And Juan is like, she is my girlfriend. <laughs> he dives, you know, he does a triple corkscrew axle twist thing. Dives beautifully. Jenny jumps and just like, you know, Yay! runs midair. <laughs> and Lars just kind of jumps and, you know, Chris Farley's it into the water. Yeah. 
they pop up and Jenny's like, ow, my asshole. <laughs> but Lars is like, did you see it? And Wanda's like, yeah, I saw it. She's like, what'd you see? And he said, the Randy Rum Runner. He didn't steal it. Sunk. He sank it. Sunk it. Sank it. Sank it. S- stunk it. Sank a. Yeah, it stunk. Yeah. That's my mom. <laughs> you guys have moms? But so they decide, you know, they're going to, Juan's going to dive down, get the propeller, and they can put it on the Smiling Smuggler and get the fuck out of there. You know, it usually takes a large hammer and a few wrenches to get a prop off a boat. Just saying from experience. I would think, yeah. Because if you can remove it by but, hand, there's something wrong with that boat. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be on a boat where you could just remove the propeller. Yeah. But we see one dive down, and while he's underwater, we just see something hit the water behind him. Ooh. Probably a panda. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would it be a panda? Why wouldn't it be? But so one pops up on the side of the boat with the propeller, hands it to him, and Penelope's like, oh, you're bleeding. He's like, ah, you should see the other ombre. (laughs) She's a flesh wound. They go to help him up. It's not just a flesh wound. They go to pull him up, and they pretty much pull pull his chest open. He's got a giant slash right across his torso. So it wasn't a panda. falls back into the water. I I mean, maybe a panda mauled him. Yeah, they get very angry when they get in the water. Or as a panda with a machete. Yeah. Those are very angry pandas. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, you know, I, I love you, Penelope. He's like, before I die, one kiss. And she like leans over and he goes, no, no. Maybe you and Yenny kiss each other. I always wanted to see that. <laughs> he's known her for two And then he just like drowns. <laughs> yeah. poor, poor guy. They didn't even kiss. He didn't even go Suddenly, up on top. Yeah, he didn't. You didn't even get to see it. No, he's just Sam jumps in now. the boat. Sam jumps in the boat, starts strangling Penelope. Lars hits him from behind. Sam turns around, starts choking Lars with this rope. Lars, like, I think he monkey flips him off the boat onto the dock. I think so. Floating dock. And. They go to, they try to drive away, and Sam takes the rope and puts it over one of the posts on the dock. Son of a bitch. So Lars gets this brilliant idea where he just starts circling the dock, and the rope goes around Sam, and as they're going around more and more, it's just getting tighter and tighter. Ooh. Until eventually he just can't breathe anymore and he just collapses. But then he pops back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Obviously, since they're going around and around, they're getting closer and closer to the dock. And right when they get up to him and they're like going to look and see if he's dead, he pops up, pops up. His eyes are still, or his eyes pop open. He grabs him. And so they just like hit the throttle, tighten up these ropes even more until eventually he just splits right in half. His Ugh. feet sink down. His torso just kind of slumps. So. Um. They start driving away, and suddenly his torso pops out. Of the God water damn it! And grabs, grabs Penelope. Lars grabs him and spins him around, throws what's clearly the top half of a mannequin into the water. <laughs> I love that. But it was very like Friday the 13th, part one. 
when he came out oh, of the yeah. water. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a got to be a direct. It was like um, in the same camera because it's, I think. Yeah, and he like jumps up behind her with one arm up like that and grabs her from behind. Yeah, it's it's got to be an homage because it's directly uh, similar. But his torso finally sinks in the water. Lars is just like, well, God, they're probably gonna kick me out of the pacifist club now. Jenny says, or at least ask you politely to leave. Heyo. Lars and Jenny then touch each other's faces to get each other off. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's cool, I guess, if you know how to do that. But I, I'm an old-fashioned guy. I just, I just like sex. Yeah. Because it feels so good. But so Lars is like, let's go, Penelope. And she, like, <laughs> gives him a thumbs up and hits the throttle. They start to go, and it pops up on the screen. The end. Aww. But then we see little legs <laughs> kicking behind them. Sequel. I kept waiting for a question mark. Me too. Because it still said the end on the screen. I was just waiting for a question mark to pop up. That's what they should have done. So that's Club Dread. A slasher comedy. Two of my favorite things. So of course this movie is right up my alley. So well done. I fucking love it, man. It's it's not their best, to be sure. No. But it's still but good. But there's so many good lines. Like, there's so many just quotable lines that you can just use in everyday. Like, if anytime someone, you think someone's lying, just say, you are the bullshit. You are the bullshit. You are the bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just, it's infinitely quotable. It's, it's got that old school slasher vibe when, when it does the horror scenes. Yeah. You know, it's bloody. Um, It doesn't, doesn't hold back on the gore because it's a comedy. Right. It just goes in for it and it's great. Yeah. I think I think it's fantastic. If you're a big fan of those old school slashers, like it's not it's not really a parody of slashers. No. It's more of an homage. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what else to say. I love it. Go watch it. It's free on HBO right now. Yeah. Um any other closing thoughts? None that won't get me kicked off the podcast randomly. <laughs> I don't know what that Neither means. Neither do I. I'm just tired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, if you enjoyed this show, whether or not you enjoyed this movie, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to get on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, if you can put some in the text box, it does help. It's not for our ego. It's not to make us feel better about ourselves. It's really just kind of help us move up the charts, help us get seen by more people. You can put whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, if, if you want to tell us how much we suck, that's yeah. fine. If you want to tell us that we are the bullshit, that's if fine. If you say, want to say Naughty uh, Taylor, that's great. If you naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> naughty, naughty boy. That's been a good boy. Um, yeah, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and for now, still Twitter, uh, at Cultusplat. Kevin, if they want to follow you, where do they do that? Um, for now, um, on Twitter, it's Kevin Nascota, even though every time I post now, it's like, hey, do you actually want to post that? And I'm like, I've been flagged because I've been ragging you. Oh, really? Yeah. It's weird. It's like every time I go to post, it would like pops up a little thing of my tweet and it's like do you really want to post this some people might be offended and i'm like 
I'm dragging Elon Musk. Oh, is it Elon Musk that will be offended by this tweet? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm there. And then Nisko, duh, D-U-H on Instagram. I don't think that's tanking anytime soon. Uh, not unless Zuckerberg decides to sell to Musk or something. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, but you can follow me. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle. Also check out my other podcast, uh, the Grave Plot Podcast at graveplotpodcast.com. We talk about horror movies. Uh, you know, that uh, that's relevant to this episode. So yeah. go check that out. And if you want to get drunk by my wine, bodegasclavery.com. I won't get it to you, there you go. by Thanksgiving. There's just no way in hell. What about Christmas? Yeah, I can do it by Christmas. There you go. Get some wine for Christmas. Get drunk. So we'll be back. Yeah. Glug, glug, glug. Break the glug. bottle and stab your racist uncle. It's cool. Don't do that because then it okay. comes back to me. See, I told you I'm going to get in trouble if I keep talking. Okay, <laughs> let, let's end this then. We'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to be finishing out Broken Lizard Month uh, with a underrated classic. From well, Classic is a bit much. An underrated movie from the gang. Uh, you might know what it Quasi? is. Quasi? But... Quasi's not out yet. Oh, so it won't be that one. It will not be Quasi. It will not be Puddle Cruiser. Process of Elimination. Think about it. We will see you then. Until then, see ya. Bye. Have you.